Blog Talk Radio. There was a time I was so afraid, so scared to do what I wanted. In looking back, I can see all the mistakes that I made, and I wish that I Talk to me and tell me I can change. Don't be afraid. Just walk with your head up high. Don't be afraid. Just take it one step at a time. Don't give up on your dreams, no matter how small. Hi, welcome to Blog Talk Radio, Safe Recovery. This is Monica, and I'm your host. Today is January 31st, 2012. So today we have uh, a show that I want to talk about um, religion, a religion and made-up pop psychology that has pretty much controlled what AA is or what I perceive and Um, We have a caller on the line. If you want to call in, it's 818-475-9211. I've asked Carolyn to co-host with me, and let's see if she's on the phone here. Hi there. Hi. Yes, this is Carolyn. Hey, Carolyn. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm good. You know, a little stressed with the move, but um, I'm better now that... uh, I'm doing the show with you. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I've been a little scarce myself lately. Uh, a lot yeah. Of going on. Yeah. I haven't seen you on the blog, so um, I missed you. But uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, we can talk about what we want, but I, um, one of the things that I, you know, was looking at was the fact that some of this stuff was really made up. You know mm-hmm. how people perceived God and what, how you could pray, which uh, you know, and you know whether or not you could actually pray for people who were sick. And well, it's God's will. You know, never really pray for anything specific was something that was always sound so insane to me. Um, it, it did not make sense. That was the biggest um, problem I had with the religion aspect of it, or. Mm-hmm praying aspect is mm-hmm. I was told who to pray for, who not to pray for, how to pray. And it's like I will pray when I want to, when I feel the urge, and for whom I want to. That's the mm-hmm. way it has always been. That's mm-hmm. the way it is um, in church on Sundays. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's for them to say when you can and cannot do it and how to do it was off the wall. Yeah, yeah. People didn't do that um, when I came in, and um, you know, it's really funny thing happening to me today. I came out of the pool, and I was standing in the parking lot, and um, I could tell by the way that they looked and the coffee pot that they carried, there was this women's <laughs> meeting coming out of 
the in community center, right? And uh-huh. um, first two women, one woman was saying, well, really loudly, well, you know, yeah, I've been in and out of AA for 30 years, and, you know, I just don't like people telling me, like, what to do and what not to do and, you know, how I should pray and how to be so, you know, and so strict and rigid. And I thought, wow, mm. you know. Yes. Isn't that, it in a nutshell, what many of us have talked about on the blogs? Um, now, when you first went to um, AA, uh, mm-hmm. were people that hardcore already with telling you, you know, what to do and what not to do? Yes. Um, many people out there know who I am and know the struggles that I went through with the, the sexual assault and harassment. And my prayers were, don't let this guy ever do this again. Let them get a, the um, authorities get a hold of him, these guys and take care mm-hmm. of him. So mm-hmm. he could not commit this crime again. No. I was to pray for the abundance. Anything I wanted or desired in my life, I was supposed to pray that they got. And I thought, uh-uh, I can't do that. And every mm-hmm. day I would be asked, did you pray, did you pray, did you pray? And it's no. No, no, I, I cannot do that. I said I can pray that I, I hope he gets caught or doesn't do it again, but mm-hmm. um, that's just mm-hmm. one example. Another mm-hmm. example was this guy, um, I knew his sister pretty well. He went into a diabetic coma, and they, he, he, he was going to die, and they were harvesting his his um, organs and all. And, you know, I... I looked at her and I said, I don't give a damn what this program says. I said, I'm still praying for him. And she just grabbed me and hugged me and she goes, me too. And she had been in the program at that point for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. And at that point, 10 years, and her brother is dying and they're telling her she can't pray for him. Well, well <laughs> yeah. It, you know, it, that's to me, it's just um, really insane. Hi, Sue. I see some other um, people in the chat room. Hi there. Welcome. Welcome to the show. I'm oh, going to just do a half-hour show. See, yeah. I can't see. My screen, for some reason, I just have the dog. So if if anything comes up, let me know. Oh, um, okay, yes. If anybody has any questions or any comments, um, absolutely. Right. So I'm talking here with Carolyn, um, one of the uh, one of my new friend bloggers, and we're talking about um, spirituality. Um, now, to me, uh, to not pray for somebody, I guess it was... You know, I think that things changed over the decades. And when I came to California, um, there was probably a strong influence of the Pacific Group here that was very, very culty. I didn't understand it. I didn't like it. But it was some part, like later, you know, maybe I would say 25 years ago when I dawned on me, I was sitting at a meeting, and they were actually talking about who to pray and who to not pray for. And I was kind of really searching again, you know, having a difficult time. Uh, having gone through a divorce, and and I thought, you know, what if I were a Catholic? Um, if I were a Catholic, which I was raised Catholic, you prayed to St. Anthony to find your lost keys, you prayed to St. Jude to be healed. I mean, you prayed for everything, and that was a real religion, right? So you prayed right. for everybody. Are you kidding me? You prayed for people yeah. to get well, right, you, to get Johnny to get the job. And I said, mm-hmm. who the hell... Are these people in this made-up... I mean, I wasn't, you know, thinking of, about A in the way that I think of it now, but even then I was like, who are these people to think that 
the nerve of them to tell people how to pray or not. So I went to my meetings and I said exactly that. I said, you know, it's really nobody's business and nobody's right. If I were a Catholic, I would be praying for very specific things. I think you've really misread what this this means. Like you have totally distorted whatever the 12 steps were, whatever the antiquated 1936 you know, writings that are bizarre in here, why are you still following something that was written by this loser, Bill W., in 1935, right? Right, right. And, you know, the younger people would look and go, yeah, yeah, but, I I mean, I think that people get so deadened and so brainwashed that they really are not thinking for themselves and going, wow, like, gee, what she's saying really has a point to it, you know? It, right. It, what did what you take on that? I mean, that's a really straightforward point. So if you're, you know, other religions have types of belief systems with how they pray, right? And it's a right. real religion. Exactly. Exactly. It is. And, you know, I was brushing up a little bit, <laughs> brushing up um, <laughs> on the big book. in <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the we agnostics on how they handled um, the outcasts. They they were very you know the book I, when, as I was reading it's very condescending to them. Mm, if you mm-hmm. can't get this and and soon you will and if your eyes don't open then you don't have the capacity and blah 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 and then all of a sudden I've got to throw this in because you know how I love Nick Gidwin Rich. Um, I came to this point it's like I see where he stopped reading. I see where Newt stopped or what <laughs> page he opened to. Okay, what page is it? What what page? (laughs) It would be page 56, and it was um, a guy, he he did not believe in God. He was Mm -hmm. left alone in his room. There was no one to witness this. And Mm -hmm. then he said to himself, is it possible that all the religious people I have known are wrong? While Mm -hmm. pondering the answer, he felt as though he lived in hell. Then like a thunderbolt, a great thought came and it crowded out all things else and that was who are you to say who God is this mm-hmm. man recounts um, and he tumbles out of bed to his knees in a few seconds he's overwhelmed by the conviction and the power that poured over him through him mm-hmm. um, and the presence of God and I thought oh okay there's Newt there, there's Newt page, page 56 he's worth 10 million just for that yeah, so those of you who don't know her listening, um, you know, to one of the links, um, you know, there was a couple of videos of Newt Gingrich different times saying how, you know, it wasn't a drink problem, but somebody handed him the big book in the 12 by 12, gag, 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 some 20, whenever, 10, 20 years ago, and how it, you know, changed his life. And so, um, not that I could really care, but I think it's really scary to have a presidential candidate who would be using um, this model that we had a, you know, Bill W. was de- definitely a sexual predator and he was a terrible, um, n- not a good businessman. Um, and he was worse than that, right? I mean, he was really... Well, um he had, was convicted on 84 counts of unethical um, behavior and acts um, while he was in Congress as being Speaker of the House. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know... If we did one, one count, we'd be out. I mean, That's how right. did he get away with 84 and still keep his job, and now he's running for president? 
I'm sorry. I know we're getting off on a, on a different thing. But, yeah. Um, well, I think in Florida it's not mind. going over well. I mean, I didn't hear what happened, but in Florida, but did, did they have a vote yet? Did, did they have their election down there? I, I, you know, I don't know yeah, either. I don't know. Oh wait, but we have has a, Go ahead. Yeah, there's just a nice chat person thing here. I had to go to a meeting every day in two months long rehab, and then two months in two different halfway houses. But I just went along. I always felt like the people I encountered were nutty. Oh yeah, this is about the forced being forced. You know, there's a lot of. Um, I mean, we could go on about Newt, but I, I want to. Right, um, right. It's. Um, I, I hope that people see the light with him. But the thing that I. Um, really want to talk about that is okay so here we have this crazy ass um you know very very religious text that we have courts sending like someone just said to me nurses get sent for five years now if everybody got together if everyone who was sentenced to um you know alcoholics anonymous as a result of some kind of drug use or over drinking that means pilots who fly for united airlines Lawyers who fight, you know, for fight for in the Supreme Court or fight in downtown L.A. or in Phoenix, and you have doctors and nurses say, "You're out of your mind," you know, like this yeah. is not the dark. This is not 1600. This is 2012, and you cannot send me to a religious, um, faith-based, a wacko cult um, because I drink too much. Um, if I had cancer, would you send me to Scientology? So, you know, it's like I'd really like to stir it up, you know, get somebody talking and say, let them get together and have a class action lawsuit against whoever, whoever yeah. sends them, whether it's their um, the EAP person, so employee assistance would be HR, their human resource person. Um, it's, right. it's really, you know, I mean, I look, I opened up the page because if you were talking about the big book and it says right here. Mm-hmm. So we troubles we think are basically of our own making. Wow, so he's mm-hmm. going to take responsibility. So it's the behavior. Um, they arise right. out of ourselves. The alcoholic is extreme example of self-will and right, which I don't think is true. But anyway, above all, we must get rid of selfishness. We must or it kills us. And God makes that possible. And I'm going like, wow, you should go to the Marina Center or to some of these places where you have all these sexual predators and talk about is anybody, there's nobody there working any kind of spiritual program trying to get rid of their selfish behavior? Spiritual, I mean, and, spiritual and religion are completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I balked, that was my middle name, I guess, um, about the, the praying business, and I was told by my sponsor that ritual is in spiritual, and you are ritually going to pray like this. Well. Ritual, yeah. I mean, they, they the slogans that they come up with and what they they did to, um, they really, you know, it's it's intimidation, it's fear-based. Um, it's it's like teaching a dog. Um, you, you reward and you punish or you take away, you shun uh, until mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. told. And that was a big one with praying with me because, as we know, um, I didn't agree with it. It didn't. It didn't match, like you said, with my religious experience with my church that I have gone to my entire life. Yeah, this is um, Sal. Hi, Sal. How you doing? It's good to see. There's Gunther's out there, and Sal from New York. Who is up there? Kurt Cobain um, is <laughs> whoever Kurt Cobain is. 
No Show is Ironic from the blog. Oh, you know, I love it. I don't know who Kurt Cobain is. But Sal says this. He goes, spirituality equals junk science, and science uh-huh. equals pseudo-intellectualism equals AA. Um, Sal is a really bright guy. Um, uh, he's called in many times. I always enjoy I've heard um, him now. Yeah, he's really... Um, the Sue wrote there. They're so nutty. They're uh, they're spiritual. Um, just, they were blog. They were just blogging here, and I wanted to see what. I'm so lucky. I never got too deep into it. Yeah, you are lucky. I think the people that, even you, Carolyn. I mean, what are the total years that you were around um, the the program? Well, total about four. Um, I had two years and two months straight in, mm-hmm. in the program. But the first couple of years, it was it just did not make sense. Mm-hmm. And then I got sober on my own, and a doctor told me, you won't stay sober unless you go to AA. Uh, and yeah. I remember a girl calling me and saying, Carolyn, you're not going to stay sober if you don't come back. And I said, I won't stay sober if I go to AA with all the crap that was going on. You know what well, I did? It's <laughs> on, it's, I went on, on the way. I'm laughing. I'm thinking of, like, just to, how – can we just get the word out? And I'm I'm driving on the 10 freeway, and I get off on Crenshaw, and there is an mm-hmm. African-American woman there with a sign, you know, for, like, food and stuff. And I, I dig into my purse, and I make sure I have one of mine is a is 12-step not working for you. <laughs> and I pull out a dollar. First I waved to her so she could see I was friendly. And then I yeah. said, oh, my God, let me give her a card. She has a lot of friends, I'm sure, who she get forced to this stupid program. And so I said, mm-hmm. hi, come here. And I give her the dollar. And then I said, I said, do you have any friends who have drug and alcohol problems? She goes, oh, yeah. I said, tell them all to stay away from 12-step. I said, it's really bad, and it's horrible, and it's disempowering, and that's the last thing you guys need to hear about anymore. And she goes, that's right, girl. <laughs> so I said, there's lots of other choices now, like smart recovery. And then off the light changed green, and off I went. And I thought, right on. Like, that's right. what I'm going to do everywhere. Yeah. Because it's absurd yeah. that people don't. The woman who was outside of the, you know, the place that I was swimming this morning, and I, I waited uh-huh. for her to, you know, the lady who was trying to keep her in the program and tell her why, you know, she could do it, you know, her way or whatever way. When she finally let her go, it took about 10 minutes, I went up to her and I said, you know, excuse me, but I, I couldn't have not overheard you. And I left AA after 36 years in the spring because of blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, really? I mean, I didn't. I told her about the, you know, the sexual harassment stuff. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's horrible. But it was when she looked at the card, she said, well, I never knew there was anything else. You, you know what? I didn't either until yeah, I, I Googled you um, right. when I was desperate over a year ago. It's like... Somebody out there knows something that can help me, and you came up. Stop um, 13 stepping, stop in AA. Mm-hmm. Right, stop 13 stepping, yeah. Yeah, and um, you've provided all that information, and nobody knows out there. AA, it's, it, it's the go-to. It's the go-to. Now it's, it's the run from. And, and so, I, I think uh, it is. yeah, I mean, I want to change it, though. Like, I'm taking out an ad. Um, in one of my son's high school papers for SMART, um, I'd like to promote all of them. You know, um, let's see, somebody else wrote some stuff. I think that the same way that the AA does it with the grassroots um, is that uh, a little bit at a time, um, 
that if I put an ad in my son's high school and middle school, like health center, you know, so it's for kids who don't have any health insurance, and that gets in there for SMART, they're going to do the ad, and I'm going to pay for the ad, and it's only like $150. But, you know, a lot of people are going to read that. A lot of people are going to see it. And little by little, um, also, yeah. for those of you who are listening, you know, there 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 is TV time and radio time to make um, PSAs, and all we have to do is maybe make the first few about that 12-step is not the only way, and I believe there's grant money um, for making the PSAs, and that every station in Phoenix and all the cities in Boston, they have to provide, um, even if it's 2 o'clock in the morning, some, unless they've changed those laws. Do you know about that, Carolyn, about um, PSAs well, and stuff? Uh, no, no, I don't in California. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, I know that it, it used to be the case, So, but it is in every small way um, mm-hmm. that if we get the word out and there's, say, well, uh, you know, a hundred of us that are on the blogs, if everybody writes a letter to every health professional that they're in touch with, um, things will begin to change. Yeah. Well, that's that's what it's going to take. It's going to it's going to take um, getting a word in this avenue um, of the health department and in this section of the judicial. Um, department and just a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit there, and then just keep going and keep going and keep going, you, and just don't give up until it is well known. I mean, you know, even if we have to go into oh, this is this is off the wall, into the courthouses, which I've gone and you've gone, yeah, um, and just put put them up on the wall on the on the on the door. <laughs> there mm-hmm. are other ways. If the judge orders you to AA, say no way. Say no way to AA. <laughs> you know, I like that. That's a good one. Yeah. I, I, I kind of um, uh, definitely want to go back. Now, somebody wrote a really, really, God, there's such a long post here. Um, they talk about, um, let's see, there was somebody was just saying that they had a pot problem. Um, no pot is not as bad as heroin, but I like everyone actually, wait, wait, it's going so fast I can't even read. Um Let's see, it's depressing looking at how screwed up people are and no one to talk about it. Let's see, can you plug sub, Subutex Compril Real Meds for Addiction? Um, sure. So now, now Trexon, I know, um, was one that Gunther had told me about for people who mm-hmm. needed help uh, to, for cravings for alcohol. And also there is a treatment center in Palos Verdes that you can go, not a treatment center, but it's a place you can actually just get off um, alcohol if you have cravings. It's a five-day program. And uh, let me see. Let's see. Oh, my God, it's just going so fast. So, uh, I mean, even this kind of stuff that Gunther was telling me about last year when he still had his show that I was clueless about. Can you? Oh, all of a sudden everything popped up. (laughs) <laughs> the end of oh, the show. Oh, you can see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, no, and abuse. Yeah, just came up. Okay, so okay. there are, uh, Saladin, as you say, sub you. All right, I know how to say uh, uh, Naltrexon. What, how do you say um, it? Uh, subutex. Subutex, okay. Have you heard yeah, of that? Anabuse do- yeah, and abuse doctors don't like to give that anymore um, mm-hmm. because there's a severe, severe even death um, if, 
you drink with it. Um, Subutex, I've heard of it. I, I don't know how it works. Um, oh, I've there's somebody saying here. Yeah, yeah. So this is for people to get off um, to heroin, and it really helps with opiates. So thank you. No show is they're typing it in. A bunch of people are typing really fast. Um, yes. So I think it's important that for people who have a heroin addiction or an opiate addiction, now I'm going to ask this question to the chatters. Does that mean, because I've been reading about Xanax addiction and Clonopin, um, that these are really serious when people get on um, the benzos uh, to get off them. Um, would somebody take this as well, or is this just to get them off of uh, a heroin addiction. I, I don't know about that. Um, let's see. What does this say? Moni, this show pushed buttons. What kind of buttons? <laughs> I, <don't know> <laughs> I like that little face. <laughs> Thanks, Sue. Um, as far as Klonopin and Xanax is very strong. Um, I know that. Um, Klonopin, it depends on the on the dosage and it depends on your doctor and um, what kind of um, side effects you're having. Each individual has different side effects when detoxing, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we're not doctors, so we won't give any advice. Yeah. So just know that exactly. if you have any friends, if you're listening in here and, you know, you still attend meetings, um, you can go, and, and I started doing this in the very end, is saying that, it, that it's absolutely illegal and liable for any AA member to give any other member um, advice about medicine. And I saw mm-hmm. a lot of it, and, I mean, if I told you some of the insanity I heard in meetings about delivering babies or, you know, when you had a kid or whether you should take something or when people had massive surgery, and then there were people that were sane, but to speak in a meeting and talk, tell people what they shouldn't take, and this includes antidepressants, or not, um, as much as I uh, don't like them, I am really, uh, it's you know, kind of like none of my business if uh, somebody needs it and they take it, uh, just like um, I've seen many people benefit from them. And uh, let's see, somebody said, uh, well, they're just I'm talking just, a lot here. It's going, it's going like crazy. I know, um, it's, it's, and even the time, look at this, you, we have three minutes left. Is that possible that it? we did a half hour show and it's like oh flying by here? Well, yeah, because I'm a talker. <laughs> well, it's good, I needed, I needed a talker. So, um, you know, I, I think that the main... I, I was thinking about trying to get like a you know a preacher on here with me to talk about it or get somebody who was pro um, pro AA, but I think that what's most important is that people are given a place to speak and they feel support. Like when I first met you, um, I was really deciding what you know that I was going to leave. I was sort of plotting my exit, and I right. really really felt. Bad for you, and mm-hmm. and yeah. hoped that your group was going to act responsible and support <laughs> you, and have meetings and take the literature and run with it. And at first, we thought you were going to get like a business meeting, and it just it so fell apart, didn't it? It did. It, it fell apart in the worst way. I mean, they tried suing me and and tried to um, take me. Actually, for three and a half weeks, they tried to commit me um, and said saying that I'm insane um, it, and it was do you remember that three and a half yes. weeks it was like it was just unbelievable non-stop um, people yeah. watching me and I mean I wasn't in a facility or anything but they were just trying so hard to get something on me because I was such a rebel to AA it's just um, it was just crazy so yeah it it, it went south fast 
And it's you know what though, um, it's it's leveling off in in my favor. So mm-hmm. we're not done by a long shot. Mm, no, no, we're not done. Um, no. I do. Yeah, I think that. Um, yeah, people are talking maybe about no show. Yeah. Hey, tempazine at night is better than Xanax two three times per day or not sleeping. So there's somebody talking about Tim, Timazipan. Um, and you know, I do know a guy who I'm going to have back on the show who went to see a pharmacologist, like a pharma psychologist, who actually did blood work and you know he really tested everything before he gave him anything, um, which I know a lot of doctors don't. Um, they just hand the stuff out, and like, and the, wow, we have like 90 seconds to wrap it up. Um, I want to thank everybody for um, for coming in to this quick, short show that I did today. Um, we have a minute left. I want to thank Carolyn um, for you know calling in and talking with me. And what would you say to somebody who's new to the blogs who's thinking about leaving Carolyn or is having a hard time in AA? Give oh one God! Run, 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 run! A no way. There, there are so many other um, ways that are very, very helpful. AA is harmful. They try to disempower you, strip you of your identity, um, of any will of doing anything, any thinking or anything your way that you think is intuitively right for you. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I would, I would get out of there, get a therapist, talk to them, and see what's best for you. Right. Thank you so much. Um, everybody out there, I just can't believe that was like the fastest 30 minutes that I have ever seen <laughs> ever in my life. I think that I'm. we can continue chatting. I think once yeah. I, um, I, I hang up and I think that I see there's another caller in the queue, but the show is over in 15 seconds. So I'll say thank you, everybody, for calling in. If you don't know, I made a huge move to another place, and so it's been a little crazy. But um, AA, no way. That's Oh, yeah, you know what? Let's make a card like that. Okay, yeah. Karen, I'll call you after the show, and we'll discuss. Okay, okay. thank you so much, and see You're you next welcome, week. You're welcome, Okay, okay. Bye. bye, everyone. Bye.